My name 
is Adam. Hi, my name, uh, in case you forgot, is Ryan. Welcome back, my friends, yeah. to Ryan and Adam's show. Yeah. Which, contrary to popular belief, never ends. Never, ever <sighs> well, ends. Well, we'll see. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> I, I I gotta remember how to do this. I gotta get in a position here. What's up? How are you? What's up? I'm I'm well. I I want to thank uh, the several listener that uh, reached out with their concerns. But yeah. don't worry, not the, to worry. The four, We're back. The four of them. Yeah, we just you know four years and not a a single break taken. I think when we first started, we took like a week off or so, like before we really got it, the ball rolling. But yeah, over over four years, we did not take a goddamn break. I think we earned it. I think yeah. we earned a, a break. We can I, have a break for once. I'll right? be honest. I wasn't even really thrilled about coming back. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I kind of hope Adam doesn't want to do it anymore so I could blame Adam. I could say Adam doesn't want to do it anymore because I... I I had fallen into the routine of not doing it. You know when you, you you get lazy? I was just saying to you, like, my place is still messy from Christmas. Like, I've fallen out of routine, and I think I just thought, ah, I don't feel like it. I missed it, though. I did. Here we are in the yeah. new year. This is our new year, new me, yeah. new you. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's what's supposed to happen, yeah. so I'm told. Yeah. I think maybe just, I think we needed a break, you know? I haven't seen you since a Christmas party at Kate's. Right, yeah. It's been a while. Where and we, not We watched Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, and a couple other things, yeah. That, the, the Festivus Seinfeld, and yeah. It was a time to be had. A yeah. lot of sweet treats there. It was a hey. That's the holidays. Was it? Was it? Um. Was your? Did you have a good holiday season? I have not really even spoken to you that much. Oh no. You, did you had? It was a good. It was a great holiday season. Good New Year. It was a great New Year. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know about great, but it, <laughs> for me, but it was good. It was about what I expect every year, which oh, yeah. is not bad. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm, I was okay with it. And uh, now you're plowing. Uh, well, that's, yes, that was what was going on, uh, yes, last week. We've done, I think, two all-nighters now. It's just miserable. It's terrible. Plus, there was a few floods. The weather's crazy out there. And um, there's a lot of water main breaks, which luckily I'm not on. But the the town, we've been, the DBW's been kicking their asses recently. It's been a tough month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My uh, my parents' basement flooded for the first time in 12 years. The, the earth is turning on us. And uh, this is relevant for our show because uh, I went oh. down. I went down there. What do you mean? Oh, I just got no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> just I love that basement, and all of a sudden it just clicked with me. <laughs> the relevant thing is I, I went down there the other day, and my father ripped the place apart. Just there's shit everywhere, and on the uh, pool table are all of my DVDs that are still at my parents' house, just completely covering the pool table and what's left of them and i knew it was coming and then during dinner my father's like so uh what do you want to do with all those dvds yeah down so i think i'm gonna i don't know get rid of most of them and keep only the absolute ringers i sometimes think about buying blu-rays i sometimes think about uh switching over to the 4k tv and all that i haven't yet but to make room for those and just to, you know, clean, just a clean house. There is a good amount of DVDs that I've considered getting rid of as well. It's hard. Streaming always, let's know, it's an old conversation, but you go to watch a movie. Hey, I feel like watching Speed. Guess what? Speed's not on any streaming sites. And it's like, well, now I wish I owned Speed. Like I, that shit happens all the time. Yeah, I'm just going, I rent the digital ones now if yeah it's not streaming for free somewhere i just watched the thing on dvd i know what you mean though it's like you used to go to blockbuster and rent stuff for five dollars so what's three dollars on amazon it's like you fuck it exactly yeah i'd say that between you have what do you, you want to call this one shelf or two over here that's two shelves. Yeah. We'll call that two shelves. You have a little shelf there and a little shelf there. It's, yeah, those are jeff's the little ones mo mostly probably almost maybe a little more than my entire collection i mean we're talking over a hundred dvds and it's just what am i gonna do like am, am i really like i saw one of the ones that i saw on the pool table was shakes the clown 
Like, do I really oh, wow. need to own Shakes the Clown? I, I think you do should. Do I? No. No, no you don't. <laughs> uh, 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 you absolutely do not. I think you should go through all of them and, you know, don't keep like five. Be a little picky. But yeah, I would get rid of a, I would get rid of a chunk of them. Yeah, I would, I would keep my favorite director's movies. Yeah. And maybe that's it, really. <laughs> I get sentimental value to these things. It's yeah. disgusting. I know I don't want to be that way. I threw out a lot of stuff when I moved. And they always say, like, you won't even miss it. But I, I do miss a lot of it. Mm. Like, uh, speaking of Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> but it's just, uh, it's 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 hard to, th- to, to purge. Yeah. Well, I might, I'm thinking about just maybe posting a list of titles or taking pictures of all the spines and just yeah. giving them away it's to not, people. People will take them, but... Uh, I got to go through them once first. It sucks about the basement. That's the truth and and all those hangouts and it's, yeah i mean it's okay it's just kind of mildewy and you know the carpet's ripped apart and the furniture is all upside down and crazy there's, there's fucking, shit everywhere crazy weather man and those snowstorms <laughs> they were rough too it's been it's been i know for normal people they're thinking it was a couple inches but for me that's 19 hours it's it's just been a tough month for sure so did you watch the thing because it's a snow movie yeah yeah, I actually thought about watching the original, which I've never seen, the Howard Hawks one. Couldn't find it uh, streaming. And I actually was going to watch the 2011 one, which I remember not really liking very much, but I haven't mm. seen it since 2011. And that was also uh, not – you'd have to pay for it. Um, yeah. One of them might have been – I don't remember. But I thought about watching those as well because I was in a big thing mood. Wow, but I, What a mind blower. That was 2011, a long time ago. Do you hear a fucking thing? It might not mean that much to you. But I was thinking about watching Dumb and Dumber because I love that movie. I've yeah. seen it maybe too many times, so it's not even almost enjoyable now. But also a snow movie. So I was ta- and we always talk about it at work. And, but, and then I started thinking about the second one, huh. Dumb and Dumber 2, which I've never um, – which I've only seen back in when it came out. Right. I checked the year it came out 10 years ago. Yeah, wow. And I was like, I remember – I remember seeing it. I saw it twice, which is weird. <laughs> I, I did not like it the second time. But I remember going to like Flynn's house, which he doesn't even his family doesn't even live there anymore. But I remember hanging out with some people mm. and talking about it. Like it feels so recent to me. And it was ten years ago. Like I, what a, it's just a mind fuck, man. Yeah. And I I was wondering if is it because we're like adults and so it's like when you remember your childhood, it's almost like remembering a past life. But we were adults in 2011 and 14, and so it, it's like it's still us. Yeah. It's still who we are like now in a way. Mm-hmm. So is that why it feels so much faster as you get older because your life gets more stagnant? I feel like that is maybe why. It's just uh, a year becomes, a, uh, I guess, a smaller percent of your life every year. True. You, yeah, so yeah. it just... It goes by. It just has less uh, imagined yeah. length. Even with like each new, passing year. Even speaking of New Year's, I was going through my phone looking at all the New Year's because um, I always take pictures, and I couldn't remember. Like I'm like, what? I don't even remember. I don't remember the whole entire year <laughs> of 2021. Like, yeah, two, I mean, 2021 I, is a ghost year. I don't think you're alone in that. It's gone. It's gone forever. And it's like, what? 20, I remember because it was like a lot of big fucking shit was going on. Yeah. 22, it's somewhat recent enough that I remember. 21, like, but that's so weird to me. It's like 2018. 2018 never happened. It's gone. <laughs> it's poof. I don't think I did anything. I think I slept through it. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Where is the time going? It's very stressful. Well, did, uh, st- sticking with the, the, the thing and the snow yes, the movies, thing rules. How, did you do any other snow movies? Because I did two. I actually did not do any other snow. Uh, I don't think I did any other snow movies. I, it's Oh, wait a minute. No, I watched at least one other, what I would call a snow movie. <laughs> okay. A cold, I think it's called Cold Pursuit, the Liam Neeson movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's Liam Neeson in a plow truck, so I'm like, I got to get around to seeing this. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. He pumps out like five a year. I don't, oh, I saw two. I saw another one. Yeah. And I watched The Grey with Liam Neeson. Oh, dude. And The Grey is, I've seen The Grey. The Grey is awesome. I saw The Grey when it came out. The Grey is great. Grey is really cool. Yeah. I really like it. It, it, 
it holds up. As far as old man Liam Neeson action movies, I think The Grey's at the top of the pile. I, I can't think. Maybe Taken. I, I saw it on a cruise. I think Taken's probably the best one and the one that started it all. But yeah, I started going through them all when I saw Cold Pursuit, which was very whatever. It was fine. Yeah, it was fun. I just like those movies. There's like 15 of them. I, I didn't like realize the Liam how many Neeson he's done. Dumb movies. He's done so many. Turbo well, Neeson movies. Yeah, like, I love them. So those are my. That I can remember. More might pop up, dude. It's been a while. But those are the snow ones I can think of off the top of my head. Why? What did you watch? I watched Hateful Eight. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the only time I'm in the mood to watch that movie is when it's snowing. Yeah. And I finally lit a fire in my house and my fireplace. Nice. It's so sick. Yeah. It's the best. You and can that, smoke cigars and just blow the smoke <laughs> up the chimney. And that's it's, it's awesome. thing-ish. It's like the soundtrack is... Uh, Ennio Morricone, Morricone or whatever, yeah, or, and and it's uh, people who are suspicious of each other, kind of stuck in an isolated spot. That's a good one. It get, that movie gets better every time I see it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not my favorite Tarantino movie, but I've now seen it like t- three times, and I feel like I like it more every time I see it. It's funny. There's always I always forget the ending. Even though I've seen it maybe three times, I can never remember how it ends. That's Samuel Jackson scene where he's talking about the guy sucking his dick. <laughs> It's just the craziest. When I uh, I saw the um, the roadshow version of that, yeah, which that version had an intermission, and that was where the intermission break was. Right after he told that story, nice. so it was like this crazy cliffhanger. You're like, holy shit! That's yeah. And yeah. then you have to you have to sit with that thought for you know 15 minutes it's, or however long. It's so zany, yeah. like it's so crazy. I, I, that movie's pretty cool. Dude, Walton Goggins, I think, is my favorite actor working right now. He's, uh, <laughs> he's so goddamn good in that movie. Yeah, and he's crazy underrated still. I mean, you know? uh, he's up against some of the best and most lovable yeah. actors, Oscar-nominated Kurt people. Kurt Russell's in there. And just huge names in that movie. Yeah. And he's just holding his own and even, like, stealing the scene at at points oh, another thing connection kurt russell it was definitely a purpose yeah no he he's <laughs> he's he's such a unique performer we've talked about him before yeah. there's nobody quite like him and it's always fun he's always fun no matter what it is he's doing yeah yeah he's good and it's just it's so it's one of the few movies where none of the characters are good people like there's there's zero yeah like there there there's a reason to hate all of them i wonder and yet you're still you're rooting for some terrible people. Sometimes I'll watch movies with bad people and it doesn't bother me. And then other times it kind of can sour me. I don't mind watching terrible people in a movie, but it, it depends on how you do it. I yeah, that, that movie just, the most, like the nicest character is Kurt Russell and the whole time he's beating uh, a woman. A woman, yeah. the entire movie. I know, and like that's that's your your best. That's your best bet. Yeah, Je- know, for, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, and she's also despicable in the movie. Yeah, like, they're all just despicable characters. Yeah, hence the kind of the title. Yeah, these are and, not fun. These are not good people. Yeah, and uh, but it's just so enjoyable. It's it's hard to a lot of times when a movie tries that I. You can't connect. You can't enjoy, or you need the one guy that yeah. that is, you know, pure. But it's there's tough. No, there's no purity yeah. in that. Yeah. And uh, also, yeah, sticking out. Uh, for whatever reason, I kind of forget Channing Tatum is in that movie. That was the. That's the part of the movie that I, I don't love mm. is when it f- does the like flashback because. It doesn't really say anything that I don't already know. I yeah. get it. They invaded and they took over and they're hiding. Like, right. and so you're just kind of it's, it's it feels like sort of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I, I had a but he's good. He's fine in it. He, I thought that that he was shockingly good. Yeah, charming, like, charming he, Tate man. Yeah, kinda, as they call him, Sonny. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> he had no business being as good as he did. So yeah, he's got know. his moments. He's fine. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's that's a recommend. And now I also I also watched Tombstone. You know what's funny? I was just talking about Tombstone. With Jason? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that convinced me to watch it. Oh, he was talking to you about it? Mm-hmm. And he didn't love it. Me and him kind of shared the same opinion, which we tend to. We've been, we, we talk about stuff movies a lot. And we both had the same feeling, which was that it didn't get, get – I, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but we didn't like it as much as the hype. When's the last time you watched it? 
I, I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. I remember being like kind of like dry and goofy, and I, I just remember it, I, being halfway through being like, I don't, I don't know. It, it, I, I didn't get me. I I'm, don't know. I'm gonna tell you to watch it again. Maybe I have to watch it again because I remember thinking it was okay the first time I saw it, maybe 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. This rewatch. People love it. I'm all in on Tombstone. People love this. Tombstone. And uh, I, yeah, for whatever reason, just westerns to me just make good um, snow movies. Yeah, there's, there's something cozy about a western. There's a whole snow western genre, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, there's no snow in this movie, but there's the coziness <laughs> of being by the fire watching a western. Uh, but um, the number one thing about this movie, which has been talked about ad nauseum is Val Kilmer just completely destroying it. Yeah, just, everybody loves Val Kilmer. Every single line that comes out of his mouth is pure gold. It's it's really... And you know what? I remembered him being good, and then when I watched it again, I'm like, holy shit, this man is killing... Like, he's doing as... Like, it's an Oscar-worthy performance. Didn't get a nomination or anything, but... Tombstone. I guess I gotta watch Tombstone. Where's it? Was that streaming? Um. Yes, I believe it was on uh, Hulu. Hulu, maybe one of those, one of the big ones. Okay, it's on one of the big guns. But yeah, it's there, there's some crazy situations where there's these mon these bloodbath montages happen happening, and you're wondering what the hell is going on. Yeah, they're really like time is just jumping, and you're wondering how much time has passed. And I remember that. I remember there being very like montagey killing scenes, and, and and it being kind of nuts. Yeah, it's totally crazy, and the amount of talent in this movie is completely insane. Yeah, just every. Every huge white actor <laughs> in the nineties. That's a western, and even beyond, you'll you'll forget somebody will pop in there, and I know like, I know Kyle Reese is in there. Oh yeah, he does great. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does great as the uh, the bad guy. Although yeah, he was the bad guy in uh, the Abyss too. He's, I've never he's seen not the often, Abyss. Yeah, he's not often a bad guy. But I want to see the Abyss, and I know it's been released again. You got Powers Booth. Uh, you have a. An early Billy Bob Thornton, uh, yeah. where he's kind of playing uh, this kind of, you know, uh, tough guy, and then Kurt Russell just spanks him, and it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just a bizarre premise about the these brothers that move into this town, Wyatt Earp, yeah, yeah, and yeah. his brother. They come in, they just want to kind of retire and run the poker tables. But that that inkling to keep the Be, peace, yeah. and kind of stop these the the cowboy uh, gang that's kind of running the show. They just can't help but fight that impulse, and then it's just this power struggle the whole movie. And these guys, it's one of the few movies where there's an ensemble cast that's trying to outact each other. But, but you don't hate it. Because yeah. I know you have a problem with that. Yeah, because like, is Kurt Russell really going to try to outact anyone? No, he's just going to do Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's just going to do his thing. Yeah, and honestly, really, it's it's crazy. The just um, you have the Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Michael Bean. You got Sam Elliott just doing him too. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's the reason why I do like it because they're not trying to outact each other. You, you, you realize like that Sam Elliott's not going to do that either. You I know, feel like we're talking about all Kurt Russell movies. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just realized that three of the movies that we're talking about are Kurt Russell. I mean, Kurt Russell. Man, you can't go wrong with Kurt. I was Russell. watching the thing and I'm like, do I need a ten gallon hat and like a leather jacket now? Like, I just like I love that guy. I've really grown to love that guy. Yeah, I'm looking at my my notes here to see if I watched any other Kurt Russell movies. I didn't make a list. I couldn't remember. Look, I've seen I'm actually like a little anxious right now because there's so many things that I've watched mm -hmm. and they're and they're like popping in, popping out because it's been so long that it's like, "Oh, I wonder if I want to talk about this or should I mention this movie?" And I and I I I feel like you know, it's it's we took a lot of time off. It feels like there's a lot to cover. The pop in, the pop out. But I mean, I'm willing to just go one at a time. Whatever we get through, we get through. But we get there. What else? What else? Would you do theater movies? Any theater? I saw movies? Iron Claw. Oh, how was that? I really, I really liked it. 
Really? Uh, it, yeah, right. yeah. So, well, I like you know I like wrestling of a certain time, and and I like the actors in it, but it's it's sad, man. I mean, it's a true story. I know the story mm-hmm. of the Van Erics, and uh, do you know anything about the story? I know nothing about the Van. Erics. Well, I don't want to spoil, but essentially they all end up killing themselves. <laughs> And it's it's uh it's a true story. Sounds like a fun night at it's, the movies. It's crazy depressing. But it's also kind of like uplifting how somebody could overcome that. And there's a, it's a fun period thing and but it's a drama. It is a drama, but yeah. I I did like it. I did like it. But uh well, did I see anything else in the movies? I saw Saltburn on Amazon Prime. Everyone was talking about that. I thought that was just whatever. Yeah, I feel like that movie's kind of more of a meme than it is a movie. It's a bunch I didn't of, see it, so. It, it's mostly boring. It looks good, but it's mostly nothing. And then there's these really gross, crazy scenes. So everyone's like, remember this scene? And it's like, yeah, but the movie as a whole is not very good. Yeah. So I, I didn't really give a shit about it. But uh, I'm trying to think of like new movies that came out. I like that review. I like it. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. You didn't happen to see Poor Things, did you? No, but I do want to eventually maybe see it. Yeah, when uh, yeah, I went on my first double date ever with um, former guest Brian Sabrini. I've known that guy for 30 years. Really? I've never gone on a double date with him. That's weird. Uh, yeah, me, him, his lady friend, Jenny, my lady friend, Allison. And we, what'd you guys think? We all went out and, and saw this really insanely raunchy movie that i was not expecting to be as raunchy as it is i heard some stuff yeah now i've never seen any of his other movies but i know you've never seen any yorgos lathamos i never saw the lobster i never saw any of them oh dude would i like them i don't know (laughs) that's the problem like look You, you i think you could as like a film guy you get told to watch certain things and so many of them you watch and you go like i don't know if i really want to see them Start with the lobster. If you don't like the lobster, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't move on. Yeah. Almost maybe. Maybe start with this one, but this one is completely bananas. I mean, I can handle bananas. I like bananas. I just it's you know it, I don't know. It depends on the bananas. Yeah. Essentially, um, Willem Dafoe is this kind of Frankenstein esque yeah. character, and uh, he has to recreate Emma Stone. Who is a, um, I guess a survive like a su- I'm I'm kind of lying here to keep from spoiling. She's a survivor of a suicide. I kind of know. Oh, you kind of know, kinda but know. maybe the listener don't. That's fair. And uh, she's basically doing a uh, one of those. It's like a reverse Benjamin Button, where right. she's you know she's starting as a a baby in a uh, in a woman's body, and then. By the end of the movie, she's evolved into right her age or something. But uh, yeah, really um, crazy, outrageous in terms of sex scenes. In, in a way, I haven't seen in a, in a theater mainstream Hollywood movie in many, many years. I, I give Emma Stone credit for picking strange roles all the time. Yeah, I think she's good. I think she picks weird things, which I think is fun. Yeah, she doesn't have to. Um, so yeah, it's just her navigating through Europe as this this Frankenstein-y creature. Yeah. And uh, I uh, there, I mostly liked it. Visually, it's really crazy, very trippy, a little yeah. psychedelic. And I think that's kind of the point because, you know, they say babies kind of have no point of reference. So as you, you're kind of like, tripping as a baby until you it's kind of like a, like now you see me now you know the baby thinks you're gone and then you're back like yeah. the baby's brain is yeah yeah and that, that makes for really fun you know conversational humor yeah. a lot of misunderstandings and and stuff like that it's very funny and uh mark ruffalo uh, is kind of guiding her through a large part of the movie and he's the best I've ever seen him in anything. I always thought he was good and just didn't do enough good stuff. Yeah, this I, is... I like Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious and just everything that he was saying was cracking me up. And yeah. Just the way he's interacting with her. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't stop thinking about this movie for weeks. Uh, I don't necessarily like it. I don't like some of the politics of it. Okay. <laughs> but there, there's a, a whole section uh, in the film where she begins to 
resort to prostitution. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of felt like they were making prostitution look like so much fun. I thought I could, I should quit my job and become a prostitute. Like it was oh, like, it was one it, of those like sex worker things where it's like, well, I just, I just feel like, um, it wasn't really showing any of the like the, un, the, unwanted pregnancy, sexually transmitted diseases, right. uh, the dangers uh, of fucking around, yeah, assault yes, and yeah, rape yeah. and things like that, that all happened. They're not showing any of that. The worst thing, that she has to put herself through is she has to have sex with an ugly guy, you know, or a fat guy. Oh, that's a very childish look at prostitution. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was a little too uh, rose-tinted glasses. Um, I mean, that's not to say... That was really the only... That's only a small section of the movie. And that's not to say that there were things that maybe I did agree with more, but that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And... uh, yeah, this it it seemed like very a man's idea of what feminism that's is. That's a big that's a big complaint of the movie. Yeah. I've never seen the movie, but I've heard people say that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, take with that as you will. I, I, I will say, uh, I I know she's in something else recently that I that I've had a hard time for not thinking about that I know that you did not like the curse. Um, yeah, the curse. Um, Which I thought she was great in. I thought everyone in it was great, and I just finished it last night. And I've I've not been able to stop thinking about that finale, which I know you did not like. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily want to spoil it, but I watched it with Alice, and she liked the finale. Um, and I thought that the finale. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. Your opinion is your opinion. I thought that you know it was cool technically it yeah, was technically very cool it was very well executed but i the, the thing with a lot of these weirdo shows and weirdo movies th- um that come out from so-called independent studios that are actually billion dollar industries <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that the creative talent of of Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie were in control? Uh, maybe I think that they were, but I also think that you hit a point where you become Radiohead, and anything you do, <laughs> anything you do, gets an A plus rating. Okay, that I get. Although um, this is disappointing a lot of people. That can happen to anyone, you know. Yes, like that can happen. Some of my favorite performers no, no, I have get made what... bad movies or albums or TV shows because something something changed in them, perhaps. Um, I like story, and there, and I thought that it had in the beginning potential for a really good character-driven drama with great conflicts. And every episode, yeah, I agree. A went down a generation and generation until it kind of devolved into there was no way it turned into surrealism, which I could say out of nowhere though it wasn't surreal until the last episode. Yeah, it wasn't like a David Lynch thing where it's there at the beginning. Although there is this promise of sort of curses and there's an eerie vibe happening throughout. My biggest problem with the show is I felt it was too long. Like, when it first started, it was really interesting. And then it became a chore for me to watch it. I felt like I totally get what you're saying. There's so many themes. There's the Nathan theme of, like, how we present ourselves in life and on TV. And there's this stuff about art and uh, indigenous people. Essentially, it's all about these really phony assholes who are trying to appear like good people. And they're actually awful people. They're awful in their marriage. Everybody in the show is so awful and unpleasant. Even the stuff that's funny doesn't totally work because it's filmed in this documentary style with this like droning music. It's just the whole thing is pretty unpleasant. Yeah, It's I, a pretty unpleasant show altogether. But I – and I think that's why I had no expectations for a conclusion. I almost feel like episode nine concluded the characters. And then to me, the finale is – is like abstract. It is surrealist. It's it's allegorical. And I just loved, and I think it's because I didn't give a shit about the show anymore. Mm. 
that I wasn't like, oh, you're ruining the show. For me, it was just like finally something interesting happens. <laughs> so for me, it was just like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. And I will say like, I can't get the visual out of my head. Like, I thought Nathan killed it. Waking up with that happening to you and no one believes you and how horrifying it is. I mean, it felt like a stress nightmare. Yeah. And I just was, <laughs> and it's an interesting creative idea. I almost wish there was a whole movie about that. I mean, I really thought it was. Well, I, I think it would have been a good skit. I really was like kind of like creeped, man. I was like, like it gave me anxiety. You know, Safety guys are really good at stressing and. I don't know. I was I and it was funny too, but and there and there is allegorical meaning. I see that article and I didn't steal my ideas from that article. I listened to the Prestige TV pod. I didn't steal anything from them. I kind of had gotten me and Jason talked a lot about it. And I had kind of gotten to that conclusion myself of what they're sort of saying about these people and this relationship. And there's like an allegorical, metaphorical kind of thing I think they're getting at. But also there is a little bit of the Nathan Fielder, I think, sort of fuck you, kind of. I'm gonna do something completely insane and baffle people of about of of it all. Mm. And I had fun with that. Now I get what you're saying. Most of these, like a lot of these A24 movies, follow a similar vibe where not a lot happens. It's a lot of droning. It's a lot of like creep, and then the ending is fucking crazy and nuts. And it does feel like if you take that swing, critics are like brilliant. Yeah, but I really love just the execution and the way it looked. It 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 worked for me. But I get why you're why you're. I think that the most frustrating thing about it was um, I thought that it had promise for a story that was going to take you down a crazy path, and it's and I just want to know what happens, and I was kind of with it until. Somewhere in the middle, six episodes in or something, yes, yes. it dawned on me, I thought, you know, if Nathan Fielder wasn't in the show, I don't think I would really care about it. Yeah, around five or six, and, and Jason, who also loved the ending, uh, said the same thing. And I think a lot of our friends did. My brother, I think. Right around the middle, you kind of go, what, 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 what is this? What are we doing here? And that's why if it was like six episodes and that... And this idea of this curse builds to that ending and you have all the same themes and performances and like camera work. I think it could have been a really cool thing. I think it's it's like loose. It almost feels like a stream of consciousness at times. And you just hit a point where you go, what is this? Where, what, are you getting anywhere? I it kind of became a chore at a certain point. If this show's made 10 years ago, it needs three more episodes to conclude it. Which is, you know, th more effort. I just, I just feel I like I thought that was a pretty solid conclusion. I mean, there's really nowhere to go from there. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't think that was the conclusion. I uh, mean, I thought that was. Uh, but did you read that thing I sent you? A jerk off. I just thought that was a jerk off move to not end the show. I felt That's like, like not an end to me. It was like not to spoil, but like she didn't really need him anymore. She got what she wanted out of him. This rich awful person and him this small dicked cuck is tossed away like i think it was i think if i think there is a a real meaning behind it that thing i sent you i thought explained it pretty well yeah i just, I just think they did it in a way that was a creative choice they did it in a way where it was like let's fuck with people uh, and have a little fun uh, and i i, I kind of like the again i think it's because the difference between me and you with the show is you were really hoping for something, an ending, and I think I was just hoping for anything crazy to happen. I'm like, these guys are all good filmmakers. There's smart, creative people. The Safties have made some cool movies. All the performances are really good. Like, let's just fucking do something crazy. You keep talking about this curse. Like, let's do something. And so for me, it was like, I, I like conclusions too, but... I was just happy to get anything sort of I don't know it 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 worked on me but I have a lot of problems with the show. Yeah. I by no means love the show. It but. just it there just seems to be this it, it was predestined to be critically acclaimed. This, it was that, just, that kind of stuff bothers you I think more than it bothers me. And I get it, but I think that's something they, that they couldn't it was just they 
couldn't lose. The there, show was too big to fail. There are a lot of critics that didn't like it, in fairness. Yeah. It's gotten some polarizing, uh, for obvious reasons. So I always, I kind of, you know, really liked it. And then it dawned on me and I thought, this show just is not as good yeah. as it appears to be. Yeah. I kind of felt like I was almost sold like a false bill of goods or something. The disappointing thing, even though I thought Nathan's acting was really good, is as a fan of his, I like his comedy. And now going forward, I wonder if he's going to... Because he directed these. I wonder if he's going to keep doing stuff keep like doing this. doing this creep shit. And I don't know if I'm... As much as I admire what he's doing, I don't know if I'm going to go along for the ride every time. Because mm. I do feel... I haven't stopped thinking about it, but in a way that I almost don't enjoy. It's it 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 it, it creeped me out. Not it didn't creep me out, but it it left a weird taste in my mouth, and that's fun as like a provocative thing. But I don't really want to go down that road all the time. That I I, yeah. I I I get that it's challenging, but sometimes I don't. It's like an experiment. It's like he's figuring it out as he goes, and some like it's like, yeah. I, as much as I love David Lynch. I'm not super stoked on popping on David Lynch all the time either. Like I can only take a certain level of it. I think Nathan's strong suit is his documentary style work. Yeah, which he tried filming this like, and he tried doing the whole TV thing. It's clear he was trying to put his style into this. But well, it, did you like the Safety guys movies? Did you like? I only saw Good Times and Uncut Gems. Yeah, that's that's all I saw. Did you like them? I did like them. Yeah, I liked them too. And you could see the that they're the influence here and. Mm -hmm. but i don't know it was it was it was fucking nuts i know i will say this for anyone listening i won't say that i love the show but that ending was i never seen anything like that on tv <laughs> i i it, it 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 was quite strange yeah oh <laughs> go back and rewatch nathan for you and it's better it's, it's so much better i would say it's, it's better i mean it's kind of weird to compare them but I, you're gonna enjoy. You're gonna have a lot more fun watching Nathan for you, and, and he'll make you squirm, but in ways that you won't feel as bummed out. Yeah, but it's it's funny. It's funny. It's actually funny. I really there was very few huge laughs in the curse. Because I'm telling you, when there was stuff in it that I know could be funny, it was filmed in this voyeuristic way, and it had this drone music. It was like they were like undercutting every joke. It really felt like they had picked a style that no. couldn't sustain itself for that long. Right. I I, I I don't know. Anyway, um, again, she's picks interesting roles though. It was cool that she did this. Oh, that's how we wound up here. She also did that Netflix thing with Jonah Hill that wasn't whatever. Oh, I couldn't finish that. Yeah. That was the epitome of what I'm talking about here. She picks these kinds of things, which I think is neat. But I will say I'm not that guy. You know I'm not that guy. I don't run out and see every single one of these kinds of movies, but... I think in 20 years, though, you may look back and go, hey, at least they were trying something creative then. That's true. You know? But I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't love all of it. I didn't see Bo is Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that, I'm not 100% that guy. Everyone knows that. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. What man. else did you watch? I've watched a lot of other things. I can't remember most of them. Uh, Brian and I went and saw Ferrari. I, want to see ferrari and i'm a little annoyed that i didn't get the invite on this to be honest with you because i wanted to see it and then it was out of the theaters yeah, we saw it we saw it at 8 30 at night so there was no way on a weeknight on a weeknight you weren't gonna go see it on 8 30 at night i would have liked to have been told about it in montclair I, I, you could have told me that's all i'm saying you could have told me a michael mann movie how was it it was bizarre yeah super bizarre i've heard some weird reviews <laughs> i mean uh it, it it it's not without its moments, and Adam Driver is great. He is he continues to uh, slowly win me back over. He's interesting from uh, from his Star Wars thing. He's another one that's like kind of like Efron in Iron Claw, like these actors that people judge them, and I get it. But then they do some interesting stuff, and you're like, there's more to these people. Adam Driver's good. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's about. Uh, Enzo Ferrari, about a year in his life where he's trying to save his business, you know, Ferrari cars. I'm aware. Which was, which was, um, they were strictly racing and they only sold a minimal amount of cars per year. And so now they're trying to kind of reinvent the business and he's trying to figure, figure out what he's going to do with the business and his wife does all the, you know, the money stuff. Penelope Cruz, she was great. Uh, but he has. I hear there's some weird accents, though. 
there's some weird accents yeah. certainly uh but the the most interesting thing about the movie is that he has a second secret family nice and uh yeah there was a couple of questionable casting choices yeah. one one real big head scratcher who um is her name Sherlane Woodley what's her name her I, first name I don't know I don't know you would know her if you saw her. I'm sure I would. I can't think of who you mean though. Yeah, she's uh, she plays the uh, the second wife, the secret wife, and she's an American actress, and she's really kind of doing an accent and kind of not doing an accent at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I heard that there was some of that in the movie. She was in way over her head, and it was distracting. Michael Mann is interesting. Uh yeah, I mean um, I watched the other Ferrari movie, the Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, which was a fun little romp. But um, <laughs> there's very few um man moments, but there is a few with, where he's like putting sunglasses on. Yeah, know? like hear- that. That's a Michael Mann. It's more the- like his Ali kind of movies. Yeah, he put was- on the sunglasses. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like that. That moment is there, and I wish he would just. I think he's gonna do Heat too, which I actually think is a terrible idea. Because <laughs> how are you gonna? I read the book. You need young versions of all these characters, and I know you can just recast. It's like theater. You can just recast. Yeah, but that movie's so iconic. Mm. There's no way it can live up. I don't know what he's thinking. I would like to just see him do. It's funny. Uh, he's a he's a, a filmmaker known for a very distinct style, and yet most of his movies are not. I think he realized in that style. I think he realized the time is over. You didn't see Black Hat, right? I haven't seen it. No, Black Hat feels like him saying it's okay. By the way, it's worth seeing, but it feels like him saying like, "Oh, all the guys that I love that I made movies about, cops and robbers, they don't really exist anymore." So now the thief is a hacker, and it's all about the digital world. And it was like his way of trying to like understand this because he did Public Enemies, which was like the the first bank robbers, and now he's doing Black Hat. Like he he loves crime, yeah. I, and it, the movie doesn't really work. It bombed, and I think it's I think it's him. He'd be like, you know what? Nobody really wants that from me anymore. I don't really know how to do that anymore. But Collateral was great. I mean, I, I yeah. know he still got it in him, but I I think he kind of has moved away from it a bit. Oh yeah. But uh, I saw a freaking movie. I saw the the hunted. Oh, sweet! Nice. With Tommy Lee Jones and Benicio del Toro, which was a basically First Blood, the premise of First Blood, but very cool little thriller. I liked it. I've not seen his new one yet, Kane Mutiny. No, I got to see that. So do I. Yeah. Uh, man, I've seen so many things. Like it's it's been a month. I try to watch the movies all <laughs> week, so like you know, it's hard to remember them all. See, so I got I got a you whole... got a list. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Two days ago, uh, Allison and I, uh, we went on on a whim to see this movie called ISS, International Space Station. Okay. <laughs> it was <laughs> this budget space movie about a, they're, they're, the Russians, three Russians and three Americans are up in the International Space Station just having a blast. And then a world war breaks out on Earth and you see explosions on Earth and both governments tell the other one that they need to assume control of the International Space Station under any means necessary. I've never even heard of this. Yeah, I saw I saw one trailer and thought, wow, that looks really stupid. I mean, the, the, the premise yeah. is actually kind of it's it's almost like what's the that movie that I hate, The Purge? That yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, stoner yeah. premise. Oh, I I think I did see a trailer. Yeah. It sort of rings a bell. But um, yeah, we we were in a position where I uh, we had to kill exactly two hours. Oh, I remember ISS because I remember seeing the trailer and saying, "Oh, in school suspension. suspension." Yes, 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 yes. I'm right. looking at what's out right now. Yeah. So uh, that was bananas, and I was I, I'm so distracted by space movies. Really bug me out because gravity never works the way it would actually work in space. Especially at the end of that show, The Curse. Gravity did not work correctly <laughs> in that. Anyway, go ahead. So. Yeah, that was just um it, it was stupid and you know, I can't really recommend it too much. But what the hell's out Wonka, anyone but you, mean girls. I mean, there's really nothing I feel like there was a lot of good movies coming out for a while there, but right now it's pretty dry. The Boy and the Heron is the only other movie that I saw in it's the theaters. Still an extraordinary blind spot for me, his movies. So Miyazaki. I didn't see it. Yeah. And also I I, I I how many movies can I see by myself? I saw Iron Claw with Tom, but <laughs> 
I'm running. It's it's you know. I would I probably maybe I would have saw Ferrari, but I wasn't invited. So you yeah. Know. <laughs> I wouldn't start with Boy in the Heron. Yeah, I want to start with Spirited Away. Yeah, that's that's, that's a the great one that place. Everybody to start. keeps. I've had multiple people tell me to start there. Yeah, that's the one that I keep seeing the poster for. So yeah. it's only a matter of time. I don't know if I'm an anime boy, but I'll try it. I'll give it a try. When? I don't know. There's a million things. I have so many tabs open of movies I want to see. Yeah. I can't see everything all the time. But I'm I, I and sometimes you just pop something random on, like the fucking hunted. But I'm chipping away. I'm chipping away. Yeah. I got um I'm working on a big blind spot right now. What do you got? A huge blind spot. Gay porn. <laughs> That's not a blind spot for me. <laughs> <laughs> Even you, bigger of a blind spot. What are you talking about? Um Black and white noir classics. Oh, I watched like, one recently on the Criterion Collection. Pure classics. I've seen a, I've seen a handful. I love them, but there's a million of them, and sometimes you know they could be a little boring because they're old. But I'm a fan. Um, yeah, I got a. I, I needed a, a classy woman in my life to to open this door for me because I wasn't going to do it alone. A real femme fatale. What have you watched? Um, so, Casablanca. Oh, good. I've never seen it before. Good movie. What am I nuts? I've Why s- did I sleep on that? I don't, it's so good. Everyone does it, but great movie. Like everyone sleeps on movies from time to time. But yeah, great movie. Humphrey Bogart is the just baddest motherfucker ever. It's one of He's those so good. One of those old movies, and uh, where you go, ah, oh, it's going to be an old movie, and then it it is old, but it feels like it still you, it still works. Yeah, a terrific love story. Yeah. But also, you're you're very deeply invested in uh, watching this man, who's he's just trying to be so tough the whole movie, and he doesn't stick his neck out for anyone. And then he finally and he, and he does it. He's in this position where yeah. he's got to stick his neck out. Listen, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, our, our problems who, don't mean a hill of beans. Every, I like that. Yeah, all, very quotable. Every six that. lines is a famous line. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a great movie. Yeah, I just Casablanca yeah. is a good movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's a great one. And uh, also to have and have not, also with Humphrey Bogart, almost kind of a soft, I've never re- ac- soft remake of Casablanca. I've actually never seen that one. Uh, who's is that? Lauren Bacall. Yeah, 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 yeah. You I know how to se- whistle, Ryan? I never seen. You them. Just put your lips together and blow. And blow. Yes, of course, classic. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. It was a lot of. Um, You're on a, B- a Bogart. Uh, yeah, we kick. were on a Bogart kick because I also watched Maltese Falcon. G- Maltese Falcon's great. Yeah, I like Maltese Falcon. And I'm just like Sam Spade. I'm in it. Yeah, yeah I love those old fucking detective movies. I, I love uh, how his his detective partner uh, gets killed pretty early on and what was it Spade and whatever the other guy's yeah. name is is on the uh, yeah I don't remember the other. and just he immediately tells uh, tells the guy yeah take his name off the window it's just Spade now <laughs> <laughs> isn't like uh, yeah, Peter Laurie right he's playing yeah, a real dude. creep yeah in Peter Laurie's in that I, I never saw M and he's in um, Casablanca too yeah he's good yeah, uh, um, I saw his grave at. Uh, oh, really? In the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, I went back. I know you went back. How was California? Oh, it was. It was. You know, it was great. Yeah. You know, the weather wasn't terribly good, but there was. It's just too much stuff to to cover in ten minutes. That's and, fair. But uh, yeah, we made sure to to pay Peter Lorre a visit because I just watched both those. Movies. You ever see M? Never seen M. I no. saw the ending, which is like the famous is that scene. Fritz Lang. I believe so. Yeah. Dark, I, I dark fucking it. movie. Never seen it. Um, what else? Did you watch uh, any other Bogart? Uh, that's, those are the three big Bogarts. And then another huge black and white, kind of uh, different style, not a different type. Yeah. I watched Streetcar Named Desire. I've never seen that. Dude, I, you gotta uh, yeah. see it. it. Really? Dude, Brando, Stanley Kowalski. Yeah. He's... I always thought, you know, you see Stella, you see that on clip shows. I always kind of thought that was the end of the movie, but it's not even close. it's not even close to the end. Yeah. And I always kind of thought he was the main character, which he is not. He's a supporting character in that movie. I just know it when Miss from Simpsons when Smithers is dreaming that Mr. Burns is yelling out Smithers. Yeah. And that's all I know. But yeah, it's um <laughs> Takes place in New Orleans and uh, New Orleans, yeah. <laughs> so there's that that heat. You can kind of yeah. see that steamy heat I'd in black it. and white. I'd see it. I just watched The Killers, which is an old film noir movie with uh, a Burt Lancaster. And, oh yeah, uh, classic. It was pretty good. 
classic. Pretty, bird. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Oh, he's in another one that's fantastic. Uh, oh man, what's it called? I don't know. Maybe I'll get it. Is it the swimming pool? Well, the swimmer is great. Yeah, the swimmer is great, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. The one I'm thinking of is he plays a bad guy. Oh my god! Hold on a second. Do you ever see the Treasure of Sierra Madre? No, I'm blowing it on that. That's Bogart, right? Yes, that's yeah. a great movie. Big Sleep is good too. Uh, if you ever want to see, uh, oh, man, you you've actually seen you've seen all these. I've seen the Big Sleep. I used to watch all those fucking films. I read them. No I read shit. I read really? Big Sleep and Farewell, My Lovely, and yeah, I I was I loved those movies. I was a big fan of a lot of them. I went through a phase. Oh man, that was one of the reasons why I like like Maddie Ice. You yeah, know, yeah. And also on uh, Tubi now for free. Uh, yeah, what was he? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't find the movie I was thinking of. He's in he's in a couple really good ones, though, Burt Lancaster. No, I like those movies. Yeah, they're good. I'm kind of embarrassed by that blind spot, though, because to, just acting like such a film guy, and I, I haven't ah. seen Casablanca. What am I doing? I got so many of those. What am those. I doing with my life? I have so many of those, though. You can't watch everything trust me i know the feeling though mm. and even as i say i'm a fan of these movies you could probably name 40 i've never seen like i you know it's hard it's mm. hard we have jobs we can't just watch six movies a day but yeah i like those i, I like, would love that to be my job i like those like raymond chandler i really like those movies i wish i could find this burt lancaster movie he's a bad guy in it uh the only other movies i could think of that he's in or he's in from here to eternity it's a famous one. Yeah, I've never seen that. Let's see. I'm looking through his. He's in Field of Dreams. Top ten movies, apparently. <laughs> it's got to be in here. It was refer. It's referenced in Breaking Bad and shit. Like it's like oh, Sweet Smell of Success. Oh, sweet. Sweet All smell. Right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Sweet, sweet smell. Yeah, great. That's a uh, success. That one was really cool. Um, you should definitely check out some of those though. Yeah. Oh, Classics, yeah. you know. There's probably more that we watch too, but I'm trying to. It's tough to remember everything. Yeah, I want to do do more Bogart. I'll just do all all his movies. I, I mean, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen I've seen a lot of them, mm -hmm. or a handful anyway. But uh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, this isn't a noir, but one of the Hollywood Turner Classic movie classics that I haven't seen is Gone with the Wind. And I, I've never seen it either. It seems. That seems like a task. That's why I haven't seen. It. Listen, it seems like an afternoon, an evening. I want to re uh, a night. I want to rewatch uh, <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, but it's like even is that if, streaming yet? Yeah, it's on Apple. But even no, if I uh, have three and a half hours, which I do sometimes, like on a Sunday, it's like man, that's a long time to sit and watch a movie. And mm. I'm not complaining. It's just you got to find the time, you know. Got to find the time. And I like to try to watch stuff that I haven't seen before. You gotta find the time to do a podcast every now and then. Was this interesting? I feel like we haven't podcasted in a long time, and I was like weirdly anxious about it. And I think people are gonna go, "Oh, they're back finally!" And they're gonna <laughs> listen and go, "They're just listing off movies. What is this?" But maybe isn't this always what the show was? It's always what the show was. Maybe we'll try and be funny next week. We have emails. Yeah. I don't know. We'll do it next week. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's, we're just getting warmed up. Yeah, I'm warm now. There's a lot to talk about. You know, we're getting we're getting back in it. I'm warm. I'm ready for next week. I'm pretty warm. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a little warm. Is that it for the, the Cherry Tomato Boys? Are we done? Yeah, the, ch the Cherry Tomato Boys are out. And uh, cool. Email us at thetruthryanadam at gmail.com. I haven't said that in a long time, but it came out like that. Like riding a bike, which I don't do. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, and I guess we'll be back uh, next week. And uh, do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah, you got a, a line from Casablanca. You want to? I mean, uh, there's a lot of lines from that. <laughs> what we'll always have Paris, isn't that in there? Yeah. Uh, here's here's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's what it ends the movie. Oh yeah. So let's just. I have to say it again. Yes. Uh, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> you must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh The fundamental things apply As time goes by And when two lovers woo They still say I love you On that you can rely No matter what the 
Time goes by. 